If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple, Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Young Nap, baby. Hey everybody, welcome back to the third installment of the All Over Podcast. It's Zion and Norm back with you again. Yes, sir. What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing? I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad, you know, third episode. And I don't know why I feel like we've been doing this for a minute now. <laughs> and then I'll be reminded. I was reminded yesterday, like, it's only the third episode. But um, once, I, like I said last week, thank you all for everybody that's listening, showing support, sharing with your friends. We really do appreciate it. Um. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. We usually have some pop culture topics that we cover and then go into a bigger all over uh, discussion. But today I want to focus on, you could say mental health or the topic of today's conversation is, is protect black men. And while I don't, it's been at this point, it's been a week. So I don't want to like directly address, you know, the whole smack heard around the world <laughs> but um that i will say that that was the catalyst for today's conversation um so we just can go ahead and hop right into it um so let's go back to when was entanglement 2020 uh 21 wait yeah 2020 okay According to, yeah yeah we got entanglement 2020 and I don't know. I can't speak for everybody, but I feel like for the most part, Will Smith was one of those people who we didn't really, he wasn't a a main focal point. Yeah, and I don't mean to take away from his fame, but he wasn't someone we thought about all the time. We thought about Will Smith when it was a Will Smith movie out. Mm -hmm. But then Entanglement came out and he kind of became this like reigning social media topic subject for everybody's new show podcast barbershop discussion and when he went on a red table talk and jada dragged him in front of the world and what i feel uh emasculated him demasculated him i feel like that's when we really we started to see the uh downfall of a black man and Sadly. Yeah, and nobody it became a joke. And I'm not even going hey, I was doing it too. I'm not even I'm I'm holding myself at fault for that. I was cracking jokes and whatnot or that picture of him at the red table when he was looking miserable and whatnot. But um I know I see that wasn't right now. Um and to just touch on the slap a little bit, I will say that while yes, the slap was wrong, it was wrong for him to do that. That slap was more than what Chris Rock said. Build up. Yeah. You it's know, like a, it's like a snowball. When, you know, you roll it in the snow, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. And Chris Rock being saying what he said, um, we j- we saw him snap. You know? Um, I don't think what Chris Rock said was right. I don't think it was wrong either. I'm a, I'm a, okay, let me clarify before I just leave it there. Chris Chris Rock said he didn't know he didn't know Jada had alopecia. So that's like me going to a comedy show telling jokes about somebody that's bald. Yeah, the crowd gonna laugh, ha 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 ha. But then, then you find out cancer. they're bald because okay, now it's not funny anymore. Yeah, right. You know, if I feel like if Chris would have knew that she was suffering from alopecia, he he wouldn't have uh, said that. But anyway, back to you know Will Smith. I just feel like as a society, we kind of we live in such a, a feminine society, a feminist society, that a lot of times I feel like male problems get cast to the side. Yeah, kind of drowned out. Yeah, and it's like, we we got feelings too. You know what I'm saying? Especially, and I want to really focus on like black men in particular because 
there's this whole, you know, we are constantly hearing protect black women, protect black women, you know, protect. And I'm not saying they should, they shouldn't be protected, but black men need protection too. That's a fact. You know, who, who do we turn to when we want to be protected? Cause we got to, as black men, we expected to fight for, I'm saying black men generalization. I'm not, you know, honing on any specific age group or anything like that. But I'm saying as black men, we're expected to protect the whole family, you know, the wife, the children, the family, pet, whatever, but who's, and we also got to protect ourselves. That's a lot of fight for one person. That's a fact. And so I feel like a lot of times when men do express this, uh, vulnerability or like you know i'm tired or like this is too much it's kind of like oh whatever man up stop crying men Mm -hmm. don't cry you know and i just (laughs) what i really because here's what it boils down to i feel like as much as uh i feel like we protect black women i feel like a lot of black women don't protect black men which is kind of accurate. And I think it's, it's all a part of them feeling like, I think a lot of, not even just, I don't, I don't want to just specifically say black women, but I feel like, you know, when girls be on their Snapchat story and women saying, oh, men ain't nothing. All men going to do is cheat on you and things like that. Yeah, I yeah. kind of feel like that's one of the biggest reasons why and I don't think that is, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy today. It's not all men. It's not all men, you know? And I think it sucks that that's the way society is. Now it's like, we have to, what am I trying to say? We have to um, kind of be put in the mix uh, from one person's actions. It's like, let's say- It's like when one of us does something good, it, oh, it's just that one. But then when one when one, one of us, us do something, something bad, bad it's, it's all men are like facts, that. facts. It's like when you when you uh when you yell at a teacher in the classroom and then the whole class gotta suffer because of one person's right, actions. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And I just think that's really the way society is nowadays, which kinda sucks, man, because now everybody, not even not even just black women, but people in general just have this this vivid picture painted for black men and the image is not good it's not portrayed well at all well i I say black women in particular because i um i went i went to private schools growing up and unfortunately i didn't have i was thinking about just the other day i went to private schools from second grade up until 10th 10th grade Mm -hmm. yeah second grade to 10th grade and in that time i had i think I had two black uh, classmates. Mm. And I say all that to say, with me only having two black classmates, I went to school with predominantly white White. girls, Asian girls. Um, I even had a a, a, a Middle Eastern classmate, female classmate one time. And what what, one thing I noticed is that black women are the only, that I've heard of in my own personal experience in life, are the only women who I've heard with the whole Oh, uh, excuse my language, but the whole niggas ain't shit or men ain't this or that, that, like, or I don't need a man. I can do it myself. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, I usually get a lot of pushback. There's nothing wrong with being independent at all. But when you constantly broadcast the idea that, oh, I don't need you. I don't need you. I don't need you. You then can't be upset when that person decides, you know what? Okay. Well then I'm going to step back. Yeah. You don't need me. So I don't need to be here. And then they get mad when they see us with white women. Mm, that man that's that's controversial you know but but i'm just saying it's like you cannot constantly say i don't need you i don't need you i don't need you and then expect someone to stay yeah being being degraded is it's not a good feeling bro it's like when y'all make black men feel that way it's just like it's a feeling of degradation you know and everyone i think i know everybody wants to feel wanted Right. You know, whether right. you're a man or a woman, I know that we, you know, speaking on relationships, um, it, we're we're always told to, you know, make a woman feel like she's wanted and, but then what am I here for? I'm not here just to make you feel wanted. What about my right. feelings? You know it's, what I'm saying? It's, it's the same way. The, the, it's, it's supposed to be mutual. 
you know, we were talking about a couple weeks ago, not on here, because I think we were in your room talking, and we were just talking about how as um, black men in particular, you know, we can't speak for anyone else, but as I think, well, yeah, and men in general, we're taught, you know, when you get a wife, do this, 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 and this, and or when you get a girlfriend, do this, this, or this. But in my experience, on the other hand, from what I've seen and heard from like my feet, my women friends and um family members, it's like they're not taught that. They're taught when you get a husband or when you get a boyfriend, make sure he's doing this, this, and this. Make sure he's treating you this way. Make sure he's doing this for you. Da 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 da. And it's like as men, we're taught how to treat women, but I don't think women are taught how to treat us, how to love us, and yeah. how to. And I think that's where a lot of relationships kind of fall short because there's only been a couple of times, actually. Not to put my girlfriend on the spot right now, but <laughs> I got to put you on the spot, babe. Um, her mom said something that I really, really, really liked. She said, um, I remember this one time I, I bought my girlfriend like uh, roses and, you know, I was bringing all of these gifts to her house. And she said, Taraya, you know, uh, this is not a one-sided relationship. Just the, the way that he's treating you, you make sure you treat him the same way. You know what I'm saying? And I, that 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 is that's always going to stick with me because it's, it doesn't just show like, you know, a mom telling, you know, her daughter, hey, make sure he's doing this for you. Make sure he's doing that for right, you. Right, right. It, it's like she's telling her to, you know, give me the same energy and make sure that what I'm doing is, I'm, it's, it's, you know, it's vice versa. I'm getting it right back. You know what I'm saying? So it's all love. And, you know, I just appreciate that. And I feel like we need a lot more of that today so that we can prevent, you know, the situations that we've been unfortunately faced with. Absolutely. Because, you know, when you have, you know, uh, women always being taught, make sure a man does this, this, and this for you. And then it doesn't help with the help of, uh, you know, this, the modern world, social media, whether it's rappers, Instagram influencers, whatever, they're like, yeah, you know, having, a, uh, oh, a man should do, or you should stack your, save your money, stack your money, make him spend all of his. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm talking like for us now at this stage, we are as, as young adults, I can't be with someone who who that's that's the mentality. Like I'm yeah. supposed to spend all my money while you stack yours for a rainy day. Yeah, no, nah, you know? that ain't it, man. I just think when it when it comes to relationships in general, I think um, if one person is providing, the other person should be providing as well. It shouldn't be one person just doing all the work. You know, this is not the 1950s anymore, guys. You know what I'm saying? A man doesn't go to work and while the woman stays at right, home. Right. And, you know what I'm saying? Y'all both got to grind, man. If y'all really want things to work out. You know, eventually a man, I'm going to just tell y'all right now, a man is going to get, he going to get irritated just feeling like he the only one putting in work. Yeah. And I'm saying that from a male's perspective. And know? that's what I say, because, um, you know, like I said earlier, when we first started, we're living in a very feminist society. And, you know, we're, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. We all for we think everyone should have equality. But I think women only want. I think that a lot of women, I, w- I won't even say most, I'll say I think a lot of women only want equality in a certain aspect of life. Yeah. But uh, but what they fail to realize is that equality, if you want equality, it's going to it's gonna level out on all, in all aspects of life, not That's just the ones fact. you want it in. That's a fact. So you can't just say, oh, well, uh, I'm a woman, I should make the same as you. But when it comes to relationships... I that still want to, you to do right, 75% level, of the work. That has to level out as well. Yeah, that like, if, if, you, if well. equality is, if we're going to chase equality, let's really, really, really chase equality mm-hmm. and not just, you know, favor a something in a certain aspect of life. And what, what I've came to the realization is that it's a, people have to realize that it's a generational cycle. So yes. this world is never actually going to be as equal as we ever wanted to. If, your daughter, if your mom is teaching you this, she's going to pass that down to you. You're going to have a kid. You're going to pass that, that down, down to them. It's never going to be equal. Same the, thing the with racism. The trickle-down effect. If you're not yeah. taught how to love a man, I mean, you're only taught how to be loved by a man, then you gonna, like you said, you're going to teach your daughter that. Facts. Now, your daughter don't know how to love a man. She teaches, she passes that down to her daughter. She don't know how to love a man. All she knows is how to, how to take, receive love from a man. Yeah, man. But to me, personally... Now, for all of y'all girls that, you know, provide for y'all men and feel like things should be equal, shout out to y'all, man, because if I'm being if I'm being real with y'all, it's rare to find that nowadays. Absolutely. It's rare to find that nowadays, man. So having women around the world like that, me personally, just, just from what I've experienced, is rare, you know? Yeah. It's rare. 
you know, and I don't like we said, we don't we're not trying to bash women or anything. It's just something we wanted to speak about because I feel like how I was saying, like this uh the Will and Jada situation was the catalyst for this conversation. You know, mm-hmm. an overall thing is protecting black men is that I don't think that as like I said, I've never been I'm twenty years old. I've had a penis the entire twenty years I've been alive. So I've never been a woman. <laughs> but I feel like Will got up and he uh he didn't race to the stage. He didn't yeah. shoot up and go. He, he just walked. Jada had enough walk. time to go, what sit down. You know, grab his arm, but sit, what, Will, what are you doing? You know, it's and then it's a lot of women I saw after the slap, like, oh, and I want my man to do that for me. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, why would you want someone? If you the type of woman that wishes for someone to get violent Conflict, over you that's a fact that's not yeah man and in, in all honesty i feel like the way that the situation should have been handled was that i don't even want to really talk about this but since we on the topic you know the professional way would, would to just be just go up to him like on a commercial break or you know or anything like that you didn't necessarily have to make a scene and now he's getting backlash from it and now all of these you know, all of this bad stuff is happening in the world. Right, right, they right, postponing right. movies. They doing this. They doing that. And yeah, man, now you see in the aftermath of this, you and it's all because of his <laughs> his down. Not even his downfall, but just his pride. nah. Because what I think is, and what I what I really want to say is that I think that Jada Pinkett, I think she is manipulative. I do too. I think that I, that I never knew a lot about her. I knew that you neither. Honestly, honestly, I knew her as Will Smith's wife. I knew that she had done a few movies, but I primarily knew her as Will Smith's wife. I um, knew her as August's girlfriend. <laughs> no, let me chill. Let me violate. Nah, I knew her as Will Smith's wife. And wow, why would you say that? I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. So, like, I feel like she ha- she influenced that slap. I didn't want to say that, but I do too, bro. I, I feel like she definitely did. You I've know? not. I feel like she, if not directly ordered that slap, I feel like she definitely influenced it. Whether it was a look, a look she gave yeah. or whatever. Because if you remember, for like a split second, the screen cut off on cut them. off of them. We saw Will laughing, and then the next thing we saw, it cut back to Chris Rock, and the camera was wide enough for us to see Will going Walking towards up. Chris Rock. Facts, yeah. So we never really saw what happened in like that half a second between mm. Will laughing and him walking on stage. Yeah, but I, that's really what it. I, that's really, in my opinion, what it boils down to. I want to see what the the conversation was for, like not even a conversation, but just what happened in that in that little time to where the camera right. cut off of them. I think that's really probably what it would have boiled down to. So, But know. I say Jada is manipulative because not only did she, do I, do I believe, my opinion, that she influenced that slap, but with the whole red table talk thing, yeah, you cheat on your husband and then drag him in front of millions of people and say, well, if you loved me, you would have knew I was cheating. August and Will are the only August and Tupac sorry are the only people that ever made me feel like a real woman. They made wow. me feel a lot. Huh? Yeah, that's that that is crazy, man. If if <laughs> if I'm in a relationship and you know my my lady is telling me like, "Oh, you know, you you haven't made me feel like a woman. It's other men that have made me feel that and way." So I, like, I understand that they're celebrities, but certain th- everything ain't for the world. That's a fact. You know, that should have been a talk at the, the kitchen table, at the not kitchen the red table, table. <laughs> hey, for, for everybody to see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, if I'm being real with y'all, if I'm being completely honest, man, um, anything that if I ever you know get famous or anything of that nature, everything that's going on in my personal life will never be displayed. Unless I'm putting it out through my music, it's never gonna gonna be displayed. Yeah. I'm never gonna talk about it in interviews. I'm never gonna do any of that unless I feel like I want to. But even so, I don't want people doing the same thing that they did to Will. Man, I I can't imagine the the amount of um, verbal abuse from you know from the social media that 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 he had, bro. Well, you know what Will's thing is. How um, did you did you read Will's book, Will? No, nah. I actually um. Somebody said they're gonna send it to me. I'm looking forward to reading it. But apparently, Will has suffered with feeling like a coward for um, a good part of his life because apparently his mother suffered domestic violence at the hands of his father. Mm. And so he always felt like, you know, I was a coward for not defending my mother. Right. And so a lot of people are saying that might have been that seven year old boy in him that slapped Chris. But it's like people keep trying to find ways to justify it. And they're, I don't, they're, 
I don't, it's not that I don't think there is no way to justify that. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, he did what he did in the discussion. Yeah. Was it right? In my opinion, no. I, you know, I think, like I said, I think the situation could have been handled completely differently. Um, you know, I just think that there was a lot of things that obviously, you know, just led up to it. So, yeah, I, um, I really, I really, I feel, I, I feel for Will. I, I hope that he gets the help that he needs. I hope that, you know, things just work out for him. But I really want to, I don't really, I, want, I don't want to focus too much on Will. I just want to focus on black men as a whole. Just like, we're not, Will Smith, like I said earlier, he went on a red table talk. He was vulnerable. He sat there and watched his wife basically clown him in front of, the no, world yeah and we made jokes about it i was saying like as a society we don't respect black men i don't think we do we don't we don't yeah, allow man. them to be uh to be uh, vulnerable we don't allow them to be yeah we still have this old school mindset of men don't cry or men you know he's not allowed to be sensitive or i don't want no man that's crying on no man that's sensitive i don't da, 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 da. we still human it it sucks that you know society nowadays normalizes so many things but they can't, you know, normalize men having emotions. And exactly. that's, <laughs> that is terrible, man. And it's sad that it, you know, that that's true. You know, people have to realize that we are not robots. We are not robots. We have emotions. You know what I'm saying? It's not like our emotions are, uh, are fabricated or, you know, fake or anything like that, because trust me, they're not at all. Um, and and now, if I'm being completely honest, I think male emotions in general are a lot stronger than female emotions. So, and my, that's just my opinion. When I when men are depressed, I feel like they're more depressed. When men are sad, I feel like they're more sad. When I can agree angry, with that I because feel like they're more angry. when a woman is sad or depressed or whatever, she she has the freedom to talk about it. Mm. She can go to her friend group or her or a, a cousin of the opposite sex or whatever. She can. I'm feeling this yeah. way. If we go. And I think historically we haven't been able to do that. We, oh man, I'm feeling sad. Man, whatever, man right. up, man. It, it, <laughs> and then it's, it's it's a matter of pride too. I feel like it's it's so yeah. much pride built built up that when we feel that we feel like you know expressions are expressing our emotions are wrong because we feel like oh no, nah, I gotta put I gotta you know be prideful about this and not not express the way I feel because I have this you know this pride just built up in me. I think it's really pride too as black people we have to get rid of this uh uh stigma of mental health yeah. you know it's yeah. let me say this it's the okay. black community bro yeah that's what i'm saying it's it's okay to go to therapy Man, ain't it. nothing wrong with that i know a lot of people oh, i ain't going to sit on no couch with no white lady tell her how i'm feeling it's nothing wrong with that facts and if you don't feel comfortable expressing it to a white lady, you're you, somebody that you're comfortable with. <laughs> there's, yeah, and that's like a stereotype people use, but there are African-American therapists, men and women. That's a fact. I was talking to an yeah. African-American lady. Um, You know, it's just. I think I'm going to get a therapist soon, honestly. <laughs> Serious. I would tell you what app I'm using, but they ain't paying us. So I ain't shouting them out on here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, but uh, yeah, man, I just. I really wish that as a as a culture that we would uh, allow our men to be more vulnerable and open. open and yeah. here's the thing, because there have been times where men have been open. If, if a black man is, uh, if he trusts you enough to open up to you, please don't throw it back in his face. That's a fact. Because that's another thing I've learned about women is that when, when 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 men argue, we'll say something slight just to kind of like get under your skin, but we ain't going to say nothing like, crazy facts what i've it, women when they argue they argue to win to shut it down they gonna say some stuff that will cut you to your core and it's like they'll that's why you you might be yeah. arguing she gonna bring up an insecurity you told her about please don't do that you remember um remember that that TikTok that was going viral that dude i think he was in a i don't even i don't know the background of it but if if i'm getting this wrong i'm getting it wrong but it was a TikTok going viral and you you know that song don't you love when i come yeah. and she was like hitting him while he was talking oh yeah and yeah, bro yeah, it yeah. was this one clip where he was like uh like i think he was like saying can i like i want to be with my daughter like i'm taking my daughter and then she was like that's why i, I was having sex with your with your boy or something like that like y'all man Come on, bro. You do not gotta snoop that low. 
Yes. And he was on live. TikTok right. live making it. Embarrassed him in front of the world pretty much. Making it worse. Or Facebook live, sorry. But yeah. Man, it's just, it's, it's terrible. Like the way this world is nowadays, bro. It really is. But I'm just, I don't know, man. I'm just. I think that black women have had more training on how to defend themselves from us than how to love us. I can agree with that. And I feel like it started when welfare, when welfare reformation first um came about and black people were able to get assistance from the government, mm-hmm. black men weren't allowed to be in the house. Yeah. So it was like, if oh, you need welfare? Okay, well, you can't have a man in the house. Wow. So the man would have to either move out or he would get put out or yeah. he would have to hide his stuff because when the, they wouldn't just take your word for it they were sending inspectors like yo who who uh size 12 timberland is this Thanks. in the booth in, in the closet right here um i feel like that's when the whole i don't need a man thing started yeah and the truth is i said this on facebook a couple of days ago the truth is y'all do need us black women need black men just like black men need black women yeah because as black people in this country we have an experience that while we're not the only minority i feel like we are the minority that is tested the most and so we definitely you know me coming home to a white woman i can i can tell her how i feel but she can't she can't relate relate that's what i'm trying to she can't relate to what i'm going through because she ain't black she don't know the struggle oh man man today i got my boss he was on me he let he let uh tommy and connor go on break but he let me you know he made me work I got yeah. pulled on by the cops and I was terrified. They ain't gonna understand that, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just like <clears throat> it really just man. And the the fact that this has been going on for decades is just it's it's scary, man, to to see what this world is becoming. By every single day I wake up, it's becoming worse. As far as racist problems, as far as masculinity versus femininity, femininity, as far as every, you know, everything. Yeah, now it's, it's like everything is deemed gay. Like, I remember, like, when we were younger, the only thing that was gay was kissing another dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, if a dude smoked kooka, he's sucking in our too. Or if he, I, I actually know women who told me one time, like, oh, if I see two dudes to get walking together in a mall or around, like, I just assume they're gay. I can't call my boy and just be like, yo, let's hang out. I can't. <laughs> we gotta we gotta be gay just because like, yo, man, I heard you got a lot going on. Let's just let's let's go get something to eat, bro. Let's talk about it. That's gay now. As a matter of fact, I think was I with you that one time we was at the mall and somebody no, we was we was going to the to the gas station to get um the chop burgers and then somebody yelled out the window. Y'all cute or something like that. You don't remember? They was I just, do remember that. I'm like, bro, what? Like, that's crazy how two two dudes can't even mind you. This is my blood cousin. We just hungry, man. I'm trying Fact, to get I'm something to, to eat, eat bro. <laughs> right. We just trying to go to the store. <laughs> I'm so trying to eat. eat, man. People just, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy, man. But I, I don't know, man. Like, like I said, things are are just getting worse and worse, you know, as as time goes on. And there's, I don't think that there's going to be anybody that's more impactful, like, you know, somebody like Martin Luther King. I really would like to get to the root of, like, I really want to, like, what I would love to do is just get a bunch of black women and black men in the room together and figure out where did we go wrong? Facts. Like, where did I hurt you? Let me tell you where you hurt me. Okay, you know, how do we bury this hatchet? Because we all we got. Too pride is too much pride for that, bro. It is. That's the sad part. I don't think that we there will ever be a time like that. And I think a lot of times, especially in in this the gener- our generation that we're in, a lot of times, uh, a lot of females they don't they don't feel, um, they they don't feel like they're doing anything wrong because, like we were talking about earlier, their trickle down effect. Yeah. They was raised, you know, this a man's way. supposed to do this, this, and this, so yeah. they just assume. This is what a man's supposed to do for me, or they assume that oh, all men are like that, all men are dogs. All... When that's not really even the case at all, because I promise y'all, man, it's some good, it's some good guys out here. Now, I'm not gonna sit here and say that in my past I haven't done dirt because Lord knows I uh, have, yeah. Lord knows I have. Um, and nobody's perfect, but mind you, I was a kid, 
I'm a man now. I'm making a lot better. Well, I'm not a man. I'm a young man. Right, I'm young man. We a lot growing better into choices. ourselves. That's a fact. I'm making, you know, better choices than I was before. And, you know, now I'm just I'm becoming the man that I always wanted to become. I'm, you know, I'm exactly. distancing myself away from problems and situations and, you know, so many things. And I, I feel like the man that I'm that I'm becoming now, I feel like I'm becoming a good man, you know? So. Yeah, that's definitely something I'm working on now as of, like, you know, like, the start of the year is like I turned twenty in February, and it was kind of just like, mm. like I stopped being a, a, a kid, yeah. quote unquote, long, yeah. long two years ago. But really, it's like I hit twenty, and I was like, "Whoa, all right, it's time." Now. Yeah, <laughs> it really hit you. Let's <laughs> get it together now. <laughs> but um, yeah, absolutely. I just feel like I don't know. I just want the black man and the black woman to get back to loving each other. Okay, so let me like, what's your opinion on the matter? Like, in like the truest essence, what does protecting black men look like to you? Good question. Um, I think that our feelings need to stop being invalidated so much. I think that's definitely a huge start um, because in a lot of situations, men's feelings, when it comes to you know arguments or you know anything like that, and Let's put it like this. Let's say, what can I, what, what example can I use? Hmm. I'm in an argument with my girlfriend mm-hmm. or something like that. This is just an example. And, um, you know, I, I asked her how her day was at work, right? Mm-hmm. And she's telling me, oh, my, my day was good. You know, I did this, I did that. She's telling me everything that she was doing. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's great. And she can obviously see that I haven't had the best day. I come home, I'm tired, I have a frown on my face. Right. And, you know, the least she can do is ask me, well, how was your day at work? But if she just go upstairs and go take a nap and she can see that I'm not doing okay, it's just like, I don't know, I kind of feel like my feelings, especially if they if they can notice that, you know, I'm not feeling the best. I feel like my feelings are just being invalidated. So I feel like that's definitely a huge start. Um. I feel like when things are when things are a big deal, like as far as mental health goes and, you know, just problems in general, I feel like um, instead of just throwing them away, I feel like we need to be listened to a lot more because in today's society, like you said, we live in a feminist society nowadays. So I feel like a lot of the times men's problems and situations are kind of thrown away and flushed out by other things. Yeah, I definitely feel like, um, you know, there's more of a point to make women feel more comfortable definitely people kind of just forget about men definitely and um on the last point i just feel like uh we need to be understood more i feel like when we do express ourselves and when they do give us a chance to listen they shouldn't just be like have a counter for it you know just understand it and just like leave it at that because a lot of times we we explain ourselves and they're like well listen to this we listen to y'all man it's time you know like listen to us now you know that's that's something i'm learning um, as I get older, is that when you, whether you have an argument or somebody is telling a story, whatever it is, you have to listen to understand and not just listen right. to respond. To respond. You can't do that, man. Because if you listen to respond, it, you, you listen, but you don't really retain it. You just retain one small part and that's what you build your whole, uh, uh, response or yeah. defense over yeah. as opposed to understanding the entirety of what that person said. And then you're like, okay, you know what? I understand where you're coming, where you're from. coming from. This is how I feel. Yeah, then that's where, you know what I'm saying? But you have to understand the person first. You can't just let everything they said go through one ear and go out the other. That stuff has to be engraved into your brain so that you can understand where they're actually coming from rather than just letting them talk. And then, like, while they're talking, you're like, well, hmm, how can I counter this? How can I, you know, say something, you know, to go against right. this? Right, the whole time they talking, you're not listening. You're right. planning your response. You're planning your, your response. You can't do that, man. And I think that's where a lot of, uh, you know, things fall short nowadays as well. People don't listen. I think there's a definitely a lack of communication. It's like you said, it, it, it all boils down to understanding. I just, it is my hope that black women will take time to understand us as individuals. And this is and for the men too. Take yeah. time to understand, understand them. Women. Facts. That's a fact, bro. When I'm, I just got done reading a book and it's, the book talks about onion people. And what I've learned is that a lot of 
black people, but in particular, black women are onion people. And by that, I mean, you have to peel them back in layers because they're not, like I said, we're just, I think black women are very defensive towards black men. You know, when they first meet them, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, so that you have to, you it's know, you can't just true. pounce on them and expect them to tell you every single thing or, you know, just pour out. So yeah. you got you to peel them it back in time. layers. That's it what I'm learning. Time. It's not like, you know, it's not like you're, you're cutting into a cucumber. Yeah. It's not like one solidified thing. It's like they, it's like, like you said, it's layers to them. You know what I'm saying, man? And uh, it took me a minute to understand that too. Like I said, I was a young man. I'm just understanding I, I'm it. Still I'm still 20. Man. I'm Fact, just understanding I'm, it. Right. I'm still understanding it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm only 19. I'll be 20 in January. But uh, it's just like, you know, I, I, I feel that because um, me first coming into this relationship that I'm in now, it really, I, I really had to understand a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, With right. me being so, so young and uh, right. ignorant. Because I was six. No, I wasn't. I was 18. How old was I? I don't know. When we started dating? 19. Sometime. I think a couple years back. 2019. How old was I? 17? 17. Yeah. 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 Oh, sheesh. That's great. <laughs> 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 don't really hit you until just now, but. Yeah, bro, you you know, with you being, like, so young and so, um, because when you're young, you really think you know what love is, but I'm going to just be honest with y'all, all you of don't. the young people out here, y'all don't, and I'm still trying to figure out what love is, I still don't have a set definition on what it is, you know what I'm saying, I'm, st- I'm, so, I'm so young, and I'm not married yet You know, like, when I was, like I said, you know, we was there when I was 19, and it was like, I kind of had that version of her stuck in my head. Yeah. And while I, I was still kind of acting that same way and like time, people change over time. Yeah, you man. Know? I don't know if, if y'all saw the new Medea movie, but there was like, and I'm not married, by the way. Let me just preface. I'm not married. But um, <laughs> she was saying like, I, but I think it works for our relationship. She was saying when you marry someone and you say, I do, she said, you got to say I do to about eight different people because people change. So the yeah. person you say I do to in that moment that's not the person that's going to still be there even a year later. 20 years later. Facts. Yeah, twenty even a year later or Your two mind, years later. People are going to change and you, you have to adapt, yeah. you know. you 20 right now, 40 or 20 years later from now when you turn 40, you are not going to be the same. I'm not going to be the same person. You're going to grow mentally. To be completely honest with you, I wasn't the same person I was last year. That, uh, that you are now. That's yeah. a fact. You grow, bro. You know, every single day. I mean, I wish I grew physically i'm only five five (laughs) (laughs) no but no let me get back to be serious no like really uh yeah it's just it's growth it's all about growth man that's that's what 2022 is for everybody that's listening i want it's only april you know we're in the second quarter now i want your 2022 to be about growth i want us to all grow whatever ask whether it's financially spiritually morally emotionally growth guys we, that's what we, that's that's the focus for 2022 is growth and 2022 and beyond continue to grow don't don't stop growing facts and when i say when i say um how can i put this when i say when 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 let me just speak to y'all younger younger heads real quick men or guys and girls because y'all not men and women yet you will be soon <laughs> Uh, young men, young woman, anybody that's in a relationship. Um, when I say y'all, you guys are ignorant. I don't want y'all to take that the wrong way. Ignorant, the definition of that is not knowing. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of things that you guys still have to learn as far as being in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? So anybody that's still in high school, because man, my freshman year, sophomore year, junior year, the person that I was becoming was changing so much. And you are going to have a rough patch. Because around my junior year, when COVID started, man, I had to really grow and mature. I wasn't doing bad. You know, it was a lot of things going on around the time. And I'm pretty sure that was for everybody. You needed people around. You wanted to be around people you couldn't. So you had to grow on your own. But, you know, through that time frame, I've definitely grown. Uh, I was 16. I'm 19 now. So, you know, just to see the person. And like I said, just to see the person that I became, it's just. Yeah, 2020 was definitely like speaking of like march 13th to may i would say that that period that was really um the opposite of detrimental i don't know what that is i'll I'll just say that was a very good time period for me mentally because i was able to grow a lot and expand my mindset and how i viewed the world i don't i don't want to necessarily say that was a uh i don't want to say to me i want to say it was detrimental in like the first half but like i started to 
get better with it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. To be completely honest, lockdown wasn't all that bad. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, we couldn't go nowhere, but I feel like, I mean, I, I always say don't attack the audience, but if you didn't grow in some way, shape, or form during lockdown, I'm not sure what you were doing. Because <laughs> I know, because like we didn't have no choice but to sit in the house and kind of like just self reflect and unless figure you, out. Unless you was one of those hard headed people that was like, oh, COVID doesn't exist. I'm going to go and do what I want until you got sick. Those bone headed people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, bro. Um, like I was saying, I just, I just want y'all to know that you're going to have to grow. And you will. person that you are now is going to be completely different. Whether you want to believe that or not, you're going to grow. You're going to have a different mindset. Some some of the things that you believe now might change. And that's okay. That's completely normal. That's just all a part of growing. And don't let so. the people around you stop you from growing. At all. You're supposed to grow. Don't At let all. it. Oh, you changed. Thanks. I'm supposed to. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. You're not the same no more. And you shouldn't be either. <laughs> change is never for anybody else to, you know, decipher the way they feel. Change is not about anybody else's opinion. If somebody thinks your change is a bad change, I mean, yeah, of course you can, you, they can try, like, try to critique you, but if you think your change is a good change, that's all that matters. You shouldn't care about what other people think. Well, so. something I posted when I was on my 20th birthday, um, I said, I have my Facebook post, and I said, if you ever have to choose between being liked and being respected, choose to be respected. That absolutely absolutely i <laughs> man and you know i really 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 boiled down on that if i'm being completely honest it took me a while to realize that um mm-hmm. i know there's a lot of people that probably despise me because of uh choices that i've made in the past which absolutely. is completely understandable absolutely. you know i'm not perfect i make mistakes i don't care too much for you but yeah yeah um, <laughs> honestly but um you know, <laughs> I had to I had to learn that, man, because um, now a lot of people, they do have respect for me. They might not like me, but, you know, I'd rather be respected than liked. Right. I don't really care. So a lot of people I don't like, but I respect them. For example, who can I say? Uh, Donald Trump. No, I don't respect him. <laughs> <laughs> Donald J. Trump. Um, I don't know. There is somebody out there that I don't like, but I just respect them. I got family members I don't like, but, but I, respect I respect them. them. <laughs> it be like that. That's a fact. Matter of fact, a lot of times the people you like, the the people you don't like or respect, it's gonna be close family. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, um, I got a whole lot of family I don't like just because of what they done in the past. But you know, I would never, you know, yeah, yeah, man. I don't, I don't know, man. There's um, there's really just a point in time where you just gotta. You just got to grow. I think that that's really our main point in today. That's, growing that's, that's, as a people. Yes, yes. It's, it's loving each other. It's protecting black men and women alike. And it's growth. growth you know what I'm saying? We got to grow out of this. We we in this box right now. We got to grow out of this box. And don't go into a bigger box. We're going to expand. We can't nothing hold us. I think the perfect metaphor is like being a caterpillar going into a cocoon. Yeah, I think absolutely. we're in a cocoon right now. And we have yet to, you know, blossom into this beautiful butterfly. So, I mean, eventually I feel like that point will come. Obviously, there's going to be other people and other things that are going to try to hold us back. There's going to be other people that never come out of their cocoon, sadly, unfortunately, and it's going to pass down. Something I learned, everybody that I go with, everybody that I come with, you can't go with you. Yeah. If if you if you with somebody, whether, whether it be friend, family, foe, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, auntie, whatever... If if you on this path to growth and that person doesn't want to grow, right, then it that ain't that ain't for you. If you ain't trying to, you know, because we all trying to, it's twenty twenty two. We trying to get our life together, whether it's yeah, financially, financially or work wise, whatever. We, you know, what I'm saying you can't you can't stick around with people who just want to stay in the same place they were two years ago. <laughs> and it's sad to say, but I know some people. I'm not going to say any names. Uh, that I was in high school with, and they still have that same mindset. I, I'm, I too, it's a few people who I have to, I've had to cut off. Like recently, within the past, like, yeah, since the uh, new year, like, they just won. They weren't doing me any good. That's something I said coming into 2022. It's like mm-hmm. you're not. I'm, I'm, I'm really 
trying to focus more on networking and whatnot. It's yeah. not just like partying and just hanging out with people who don't really benefit me. And, you know, it, it hurts that I had to let some people in my life go, unfortunately. But if it's for the better, I, I just want to let all y'all know that if you need to, you know, distance yourself from a person and it's for the better, you do that. You do that. Do not hesitate because if you keep that person around, it's just going to get more toxic and more toxic and more toxic. You know what I'm saying, bro? You just got to keep yourself away from that. Don't ever try to, um, you know, like make yourself, uh, you know, think second, don't, don't, don't second guess it. Don't diminish your light just so that others can shine or, yeah. that, they, or that they can feel more comfortable in the space yeah. that they're in. Don't ever do that, man. And I promise you, if you do, you will regret it instantly. Yeah instantly you know that's one thing i've i'm like i'm learning like the past uh, four or five months been really like transformational for me it's just like i'm focused on doing a lot of things that i want to do because it's like i don't want to be on my deathbed you know 70 80 years from now like oh, i wish i would have did this i want to look back and be like that was fun yep. i did that yeah honestly and you know i try to tell my girlfriend all the time like <laughs> we got to get out here and explore because <laughs> Honestly, another thing that's really a main point in today is that we have to do all of this stuff now because none of us here are promised tomorrow. We are. And, you know, it's another thing I saw. So speaking of uh, social media, it's like. If you can take the time to travel, because, you know, it's saying your, your money going to come back, but your time won't. Yeah. No, don't get, don't get so caught up in life and work that you, you know, it's you. 30 years, 40 years old, ain't never been nowhere outside of your city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I really, I just got back from a trip a couple, you know, like you a just month got ago. back from a trip. I'm training to flip. I'm tra- I'm planning a trip. a trip for this summer. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just, uh, it's a lot of change now. And considering the fact that I'm growing up and that I can do more things and that I got a lot of freedom, I'm definitely going to take advantage of that because I don't like, like you said, you don't want to be 80 years old. I was just telling my, I was just telling T this the other night. I'm like, you don't want to be 80 years old and just saying, dang, I really should have did that because you're not, you're not going to be able to do it again. You're not going to be young again. You're not. You, know, you only got this a limited amount of time to be on this earth. Yeah, Nobody is going to live forever. One life to live. And once it's up, I said it's that. up and it's stuck. No, <laughs> I said that in one of my songs. I said, um, you only got one life to live. It's not like you got to. So, you know, you don't you don't get a second chance at life, sadly, um, unless it's one of y'all that believe in reincarnation or something like and, that. And, you know, while, while we on that topic, I want to speak to young people in particular, you know, our age and younger. Yeah. You're not you're not going to get it right all the time. Yeah. You're not you going to you going to drop the ball. I done dropped the ball plenty times by now yeah. but it's like you can't let that hold you down because i used to be that kind of person that was like um, that's another thing i'm growing out of is like things, things would happen to me and i would be like oh it's it's his fault it's her fault it's not nah. and i was like okay what did i do what could i have done to make that situation better. better okay but you know what i didn't do that okay so what am i gonna do to like change that. better the situation i'm in now and to piggyback on that is another thing yeah well i think we was just saying that but I think what I'm really trying to say to kind of boil it down and like put it into better words to say less, but to say more is that you cannot go back to the past. You can't fix mistakes and you can't redo things that you have already done. The past cannot be messed with. You just got to focus on the present and look forward to the future. And that's with every aspect of life, whether it's somebody you hurt in the past, whether it's something, a job you didn't take, all you can do is, Learn from it. Learn from it. You know what I'm saying? And if you hurt someone in the past, if that person is still interested in you, I would say try and repair it. Like I said, you can't go back and fix anything, but you know what? Better yourself. Grow yourself. Figure out where you went wrong. And you know what? That's, you know, that's what I I learned an interesting story uh, a couple days ago. Sierra and Russell Wilson. Did you know that Sierra did not like him when they first, when they first met? I didn't know. She couldn't stand him, but he was persistent and he better kept, himself. Yes, he yeah. bettered himself and he, he like made her fall in love with him. And I mean that in a good way, not like forced her to, you know. Yeah. But through his actions, you know, he 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 made her fall in love with him. Mm-hmm. And look, now they're like the 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 billboard couple of yeah. like yeah. excellence, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And I always think that that's a really, really amazing thing, you know, when you work uh to make yourself better in order to 
get what you want in life. I think that's one of the most beautiful things ever because it's just like, man, like I work to get to this moment. It's like the same thing with this podcast. We, you know, we, we work to get here. This was part of, you know, my, um, like I was saying, me doing things that I said I was going to do and growing. Like I was, I was saying for like a year, I was going to start a podcast. I finally did it. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> what, what's, what's, what's holding me back? So I hopped out here and I did it. That's a fact, man. In life, just do it. No Nike. For real. <laughs> just do it, man. You know, don't don't hold back. Cause like I said, you you ain't gonna you ain't gonna get the second opportunity to do it again. So well, you might. Other doors might open, but it's certain things in life that you'll never get us a chance for ever again. So And if it don't work out, that probably wasn't for you. Honestly. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm a person that believes in what's going what's for me gonna come to me. As long as long as of you course. put the work in, like I said last week, don't just sit around and think something will come to you. Put the work in, you know, and when you work and if you're religious out there, I don't want to force anything on anybody. But with uh, hard work and more and harder prayer, you're you going to get what's yours. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. What we ask for in private will be given to us in public. Matthew 6 and 6. Mm-hmm. And I really think that we kind of touched on everything this was a really good episode i think so too. this is my favorite episode <laughs> yeah it's not i know y'all y'all probably been these look first two episodes y'all probably been like yeah the first man. two was <laughs> it was a roller coaster <laughs> this not nah, this, this this was needed um yeah i think so as well you know th- this is for everybody i know we kind of it was a part where we honed in on like black people but really this, this is for everybody this is a message for everybody you know so grow love understand take chance grow love understand and take chances Mm. go out there do that crazy thing you've been thinking of doing it's nothing do it step out there on faith and see what happened but i do want to say uh to go back to our our earlier topic you know to close it off i want to say black women call a black man text them dm them tell him you love him yes (laughs) send him a bird with a note tell him you love him and black men do the same thing. Yeah. Bury make, the hatchet. Make each other feel appreciated, get rid bro. of this whole whatever we got going on between us and just let's love one another. Cause like I said, we all we got. I'm gonna text my girl right now. <laughs> Me too, man. We ain't doing right now. I'm gonna man, I'm gonna call her. All right, we'll see y'all next week. Thank you guys for listening. Remember, we love y'all. Peace, yeah. love, and blessings. Peace. Young nap, baby.